Hey everyone, welcome back here. Follow the puck. And this is our last week for the gel sticks giveaway. We've partnered with them to give away one right and one left-handed stick to a Minnesota hockey player, high school age or younger. So if you haven't done it yet, jump over to our Twitter, retweet, and follow us on Twitter. And that's how you enter your name into that drawing. So do that and best of luck. We're going to pick someone here shortly. So today we're joined by Section 3A head coach Bryce Bergeron. He's with the LDC Dragons. And last year was his first year as head coach of the boys team. And he's just going to run over the season and his expectations going forward, returning players and that type of stuff. And last year, LDC made it into the section final game against Hutch, had a good first period and then kind of fell apart from there. So it'll be fun to listen to him talk about that and what he expects going forward. So enjoy. Bryce Bergen here. I, um, you know, I'm the I'm the head coach for the LDC for the Litchfield Dasco boys hockey team. Um, kind of kind of fun. I I actually played for Litchfield Dasco I graduated from Dasco High School in 2002. So I uh, kind of fun coming back to the program and being involved with it and um, and getting to be the head coach. Um, kind of kind of like a, a childhood dream come true here. Um, and, and once you jump into it, you do realize how much has, has changed. <laughs> um, I mean, the game's still the same, but, but there's a lot going on. Hockey's, hockey's kind of a, an, an everyday thing right now. And, um, and, and that's great. I think it's great. I think the kids love it. They're, they're always involved with it. So last year was my first year as the, um, Litchfield Dasco boys, um, head coach. And, uh, it was a great, great start for me. Um, I, I know our team, I, I couldn't have asked to start with a, a group of better gentlemen. Um, really no like off ice issues at all. Um, everything was just very, very good. The, the guys um, came and they're hard workers and, and that was instilled kind of from um, Chris Olson, who, who was the head coach before me. Um, and and they they understood and we we had several meetings just to talk about um expectations and and uh you know what what we expect from each other and and what we what our goals are and and I think that was great I don't think we had any questions on the team about about anything uh, pertaining to our goals and expectations for each other and and really I think that that was show, showed with very few uh issues throughout the year and, and having a great year um we we did make it to the the section final game yes so the section championship game and and that was fun uh we we didn't make it to our our end goal but um but you know what we we had a great season yeah that section championship game was close if i remember right until hutch kind of yeah it, open there towards the end but yeah it was the first two periods everything you know shots and and goals are pretty close and then we just kind of uh the third period we 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 just couldn't hold on our wheels kind of fell off a little bit towards the end well maybe it'd be a learning lesson for the younger kids that were able to play oh definitely um 
so so that section championship game we did have um we had a few quite a few sophomores playing in that game and that that is definitely a good experience for those guys and something they will bring with them into this year so yeah it it was any any experience is a good experience um i think you grow and you learn from it so yep i think they'll they'll grow and learn from from that too so who are some of the returning players that we should keep an eye on for you so some some of the returners this year like we'll we'll have a good um our senior class will have some really good leadership there um we have darby holland in 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 our net and darby's gonna be i mean he's He's been a three-year starter for us. This will be his fourth year starting. Um, so Darby will be back, and and we have Mason Schroeder. Mason, um, he, he's a forward. Mason's got good good speed, good hands, good shot. Um, he, he'll be very good. Last year, Mason was working with Logan Benson on the other wing, and Logan will be another. He'll be a senior, and um, Logan Benson. Logan's a He's kind of a feisty player. Um, he, where, where Mason Mason has that speed and finesse, Logan he'll go to the the front of the net. He'll grind a little bit, and he's got good hands to put home rebounds. Um, Bennett Leacher, Bennett Leacher, he'll be a senior. He um, Bennett's he's he's a, a big kid. Um, he, he's big into the strength and conditioning, and he's tough to move around. And he'll he'll be a contributor. Um, and then, and then we'll go to our like our juniors. We'll have um, Ryan Schutz, Jack Hillman. Um, those guys. We'll, we'll look to them. Grant Grocko back at the defense. Um, Grant Hadia, Gavin Hansen will be playing defense. So um, we will. Those those are some of those sophomores last year who will be juniors now. Who we'll rely on them to uh, to carry a lot of the load, especially at defense this year. So how do you, as a coach, how do you feel about the kids that play multiple sports? Are you in favor of it? Are you not? Or what's your personal take? <laughs> so, um, boy, I could talk to you about this all day. I am, I am an, I'm all in favor of playing multiple sports, um, especially so a little bit different. I mean, we're small school, um, and we, as coaches, we all work together to really encourage kids to play multiple sports. Um, it is getting more and more challenging to to have kids play three sports. Um, but we 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 always, you know, encourage them to do three sports at least. Do two sports. Um, yeah, that that is something that that I highly highly recommend. Um, we always say, you know, like as coaches, we, we kind of push, you know, being in the weight room is great, but even if you're in a, a sport, you should be in the weight room during that sport. And, and then all the other game experience and practice experience and that camaraderie that you get with your, with the other players and your buddies, that, that only can help and carry over to the other sports that you also participate in. So no, I uh, I highly recommend and I highly encourage, strongly encourage students to always. I mean, it's it's cliche, but after high school, you got a long lot of life left to work. So take advantage of of playing as many sports and being in in, in many activities as you can when you're in high school.
And it, it is interesting because every coach that I ask this question to, I have yet to come across one that says, focus on one sport. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, I read something about, uh, well, I, 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 I think it's interesting to follow some of these um, professional athletes. So I was reading something about Matt Cullen, and he said um, in, a, in an article I was reading about playing hockey, well, you know, Matt, he's like, I can't, I don't play hockey all year round. My body just could never take it. Um, he's like, it's, it's important to take a break. And, and, you know, he obviously he, he, uh, established a great career in the NHL, but he's like, you know, I take, I take a few months off and I do some golf and I play tennis and I, you know, and, and I think that's great for kids to understand, like, uh, this is an NHL guy. This is, this is the best of the best. And he's, he's saying my body can't take the grind day after day after day. Like you do need a rest too. And, and just to focus on some other things once in a while. So I think that's, that's encouraging for kids to hear. Not only that, it's someone else pointed out to me, the muscle memory, if you consistently just do one activity, your muscles get attuned to that. And, you know, versus playing, doing multiple sports, whatever it is, you know, then you're, you're using all different, you know, as, or aspects of your body. Yeah. You, you stay much more well-rounded athletic wise than just, yeah. Oh, you're really good at this part of even, even like your hockey game, you're really good at this part of the hockey game, but you're lacking in this part. Cause maybe you haven't, you know, like you said, you just don't uh, use those muscles as much. And so, yeah, they're not as developed. So you had mentioned something earlier on here. You played at LDC in, you know, early 2000s and the game. What stood out for you specifically as far as the game itself? Obviously, the end result is still, you know, you want to score more goals. But is there anything specifically that has changed in the time that you were away from high school hockey? Well, you know, the um, I would say... I, I definitely noticed um, a, a little bit of a change of the the physical game, um, and and there are still some nights, some games that boy, it's really physical out there, and the refs really let these guys play. But I I, I did see a little shift into um, maybe focus letting letting or focusing more on guys uh, use their skill, and and maybe not as much clutching and grabbing going on out there you know there's maybe a few more interference calls a few more hooking calls um and just just that part of the game the the biggest part that i see is when i went when i was going in high to high school in 2002 when i graduated was you know all this like summer summer hockey was all on your own um you would get a group of buddies and you'd maybe get in a league up in, for us, it would be up in St. Cloud. Um, it, it was like a blue chip league. And, and that's what you would do. You get 10 guys and you might be together with some other guys around the area and you'd get a team together and, and you'd play, you know, once or twice a week against other teams. Now it, uh, I feel like, I mean, I got, I shouldn't say I, these guys are in the weight room you know, they're in the weight room, hopefully two, three times a, a week. And, and we skate two, three times a week. Um, and, and so I know, I know some of these guys, they, they have football camps on Monday and Wednesday from 
uh, I think it's seven to eight. And then we, we skate at night because we don't have ice in our rink during the summer. So on Monday nights, we'll skate from eight 45 to 10 15 over in Delano. Um, and then they'll play summer baseball on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I, I just like, I seen a change. I just kind of can see an overall that, that you have to be much more, um, engaged or much more even committed <laughs> to it. Um, th- these kids don't have a lot of downtime and that, that is something that we stress as, um, a coaching staff is we, we hold meetings like, uh, end of the year meetings with our guys and we kind of lay out goals and they make goals for themselves. And, and one thing that we stress towards the end of the meeting is, uh, you know, you guys are, you're, you're young, you're, you're young men. And, we want you to be committed to to hockey, but we also want you to be committed to baseball and football. And you know, don't be don't don't say this is the only thing either. Like, go out and have fun. You need to go fishing with your friends and swimming and camping. Um, you do need to do those other things during the summer. Um, so we try to stress that to these guys, but we it, it's kind of that fine line. We say, you know, it's that moderation. You gotta you gotta figure out what works for you, what's gonna push yourself to reach your goals, but it's not not gonna exhaust yourself either so you lose the love of the game. So it's it's a fine line. Yeah, and I I think it's up to the well the coaches can give their input, but the kids need to know when when they need to mix things up a little bit and Yeah. You know, to avoid the burnout yeah, de- factor. Definitely. But I would say, you know, even even as a fan watching from far, the skill and the speed in the game today versus even 15, 20 years ago is night and day different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you got to have some wheels on you, and even even like the physical aspect of it. Um, so that that's been a big point of emphasis for us is. We have a lot of guys that they skate a lot during the summer, but they maybe don't find the weight room all that much. And so this this off season, we're really pushing guys to find the weight room because of that. Like like you said, the game is fast, and these guys are big now. Um, they're all a lot of them are very strong and physically put together. So. Um, we've made a real push over here in, uh, LDC to, Hey, in the off season, you need to be part of your, your school's strength and conditioning program. Um, and, and kids have asked a few questions about speed and am I going to get too big? And, and it's like, no, no, the strength and conditioning coaches that we have at school, they, they are good. They know how to, they know how to gear the programs towards you to get you bigger, stronger for your specific sport that you want. And and they're here to help you. They'll listen to you and help you. And the guys here have done a great job. They've really uh, really committed this summer. We have great attendance at the weight room so far. So that's good to see. But yeah, that's another thing is the speed of the game is fast. Just the size of the players is everybody's getting bigger. And that seems to be across all sports and even in the NFL level. I mean, you just look at the guys out there. It's just crazy how. <laughs> They're big. <laughs> that they are. So as the head coach, 
are you involved in the youth programs? Do you have a specific plan you lay out for the guys or is it each, each level their own thing or how do you run that? So very good question here. Um, so yes, I, I'm, I am involved with the youth. I'm, I'm getting more and more involved with the youth. Um, that was something last year when I took over, I, I would attend a few youth hockey meetings. Um, and the, the, um, I guess the guidance that I had received from a lot of the coaches and, and, uh, head coaches and even, uh, Brett Damro, the girls coach over here at LDC, he told me, you know, the first year focus on getting what you want with the high school team and, and kind of getting to know the youth stuff a little bit. And then, you know, keep working your way into youth and you'll get more and more involved. And, and that's the approach I kind of took. I, he just said, if you try to take it all on at once, you, you're going to drown or burn yourself out. And I, I can see where that, where he was coming from. So, um, we're actually just talking about trying to get a, uh, hockey advisory board put together. And so having, um, the girls coaches and myself and a couple other, um, parents, coaches to kind of run this hockey advisory board for the youth and, uh, just talk about what, what we want at each level and how we'd run tryouts and that type of thing. So for me, yes. Um, like last season I was involved, not as much as, as I want to be. Um, but, but I did take some advice there and, and I, I appreciate that advice. And so I, I hope to ease into it more and more here. Um, I do think it's a very important part. Obviously that feeds your, your high school program. So you got to, you you have to have your uh, a part in it and make sure that what's going on down there is what you want. But uh, last year I wasn't I didn't I wasn't involved a ton with it. No. It just seems like the it's probably the right approach, you know, coming into year one. But you look at the successful programs around the state, and it just seems like they do have from top to bottom. What whether it's you know football or hockey or baseball or whatever, they have that plan in place from the top all the way down and this is as the head coach this is what you expect and this is what you want you know so when they are ready to make that jump from bantams or jv to varsity they they already know what to what what they have to give you what yeah and even even like uh the systems that you run and even terminology you know if, if you think if a kid's heard the same terminology and the same he's been running the same systems or at least understands the systems that he's been running that throughout his his youth hockey career and now he comes up and he's a freshman or sophomore in the high school program you know it he doesn't really skip a beat he he's used to that same terminology same system same everything and it just kind of is the next step where if you don't if you don't put that in place now it's like wow this is a totally new thing i need to learn all this stuff over again so no it's it's definitely important to have that in the youth um part so what would you say your style of coaching is going to be long-term for the program? Is it more of a speed finesse type of thing or you, do you play to your players' strengths or what, what's your plan? Yeah. You know, I would say that probably changes, uh, changes year by year, definitely with the, the personnel that we have and, uh, what, whatever our team strengths end up being that year. Um, not to give you the coach's answer here, but, uh, kind of kind of seeing what we have you know what how many goals we got coming back how many goals 
are we losing to graduation? Um, what's our defensive structure look like? Um, and, and I mean, here's another coach's answer for you, but I mean, that, that even changes game to game. And, um, I mean, when, when we played, so like last year, so we play in the Wright County, which is an, uh, the Wright County conference, which is an, awesome conference for us to be in it's it's very competitive for us very challenging for us which um i stress to the boys that's a this is a good thing i mean when you're challenged game in and game out you get better um and and that's a good conference but you know when we play a team like orno well orno is quick like they're they're quick they they got good shots and we we have a much different approach than when we play some other teams who yeah, like Orono, we we just try we try to slow the game down, try to cover the puck as much as we can, try to you know work our face offs and try to get it out and and that type of thing. So it's that that's a kind of a evolving, I guess each game or each definitely each season. So yeah, sorry that makes for the sense. coach's answer there. <laughs> no, no, that's good answer. Uh, has your schedule been released for next season yet? No, it it hasn't. I've seen part of it. We we're still trying to fill a game, I believe. Okay. Um, I think uh, something happened where Little Falls had had like too many games booked, so they we're still trying to fill a game, and we're hoping to get get another game in there. Uh, you know, against a. Uh, I, I tell the the athletic director, let's let's go. We want to try to get somebody who's, you know, up up towards that top ten, top fifteen in the rankings, and they push you, you know, and they they kind of let you know where you stand and what you need to work on. So I always think that's good. Those are those are fun games to be a part of. Do you have little falls on your schedule for next? No, season so we no, so we we played them this year. We and and they they ended up dropping us. They they had like twenty six or twenty seven games scheduled, and so they they dropped us. Um, so we're we're trying to find another one. Played them tough up there last this past season, and it was a great game. I I was actually when the AD, when, when my AD called me, I was pretty pretty bummed. I just thought, boy, that was a great game, and kind of kind of had that that rivalry type feel to it. Guys were kind of ready to go, and it, it was it was a good good fun game to be a part of. So I was hoping we could keep it going and. And maybe in the future we can we can get back into it because they always have good hockey up there. So one more question I have for you, and there's always rumors. You know, a few years ago they took checking out of Pee Wee hockey. Yeah. And now there's always rumors that they're trying to take checking out of Bantam hockey. As a varsity coach, what's your take on the physical side of it? Is it good? You know, as is, do you, would you like to see the Bantams go away from checking and bring that in at the JV level, or what is your take? Well, personally, I I, uh, I would keep checking in at the Bantam level. Um, I I mean, I I understand the the safety of it, especially with all the concussion and and kind of watching being safe with all those protocols and that stuff. I totally I totally understand that. I support that stuff. Um, but I, to kind of flip, flip it around here, I also see the importance of having to start before high school, just even maybe for the the safety of players. And some people could argue this 
definitely, uh, you know, and say, well, why would we start earlier when they're, they're young and they don't know as much, but if I just think if you wait to start checking, um, until you get into like a JV or you get into high school, well, tell you what, now, now you could, you can, you could be a freshman or sophomore going against a very, very, um, physically developed senior. And if that's the first time you've been checked or you've, you've felt that contact, I mean, that, that could just lead to some other issues in my, my perspective. So, um, I, I, I think it's, I like the checking, especially at the Bantam level. Um, I even, I, I tell my guys, so a lot of my guys play in the red black league around here and, and it's great. It's a, you know, non-checking, you really work on your passing and your creativity, skill development, that stuff. But checking is a part of, and I tell these guys, checking, you know, the physicality, that's a part of the game that you have to work on. Um, guys that are good at that, you, you, they do great. You know, like being physical is part of the game. If you can be physical in front of the net, you can score a lot of goals. <laughs> you, you get beat up there, but if you know how to get into the trenches and do those things, you can be very successful hockey player. You don't always have to be the fastest guy either, but it's definitely part of the game. And I think it needs to stay in, you know, and, and like I said, I know people could argue that with me and, and that's, that's great. And I'd listen to their, their arguments, but, uh, I just, I, I think if you can keep it, like I was saying, keep checking where at least guys are similar in size for the most part and, and not, not, okay. Now I'm a freshman or a sophomore going against, uh, you know, potentially 200 pound senior. Well, that, I mean, that, <laughs> that could be a, a recipe for disaster too. So, I guess that's where I kind of stand on it right now. And I tend to side with you in this argument. How you you got to learn how to even take a check, let alone. Oh, definitely. I mean, so you may as well learn when you're a little bit younger, a little bit lighter. And like you said, not the 200 pound senior that's coming down at you and have to learn your lesson that way. So. Yeah. And, and I like, cause, and I know there might be an argument where, you know, they're, a little bit more immature or just not, not even developed enough. And there might be, well, they might check from behind more, you know, well, like you said, you do have to learn how to take a check and you also have to learn how to give a check. And, and we always stress to our guys and, and like checking, it doesn't have to be like this big explosion at center ice. I mean, you can, you can do a great, take the body and you don't even have to light the guy up. You just basically have to create distance between him and the puck. You know, that's what you're, that's what you're trying to do is interfere with his, his gap control there, you know, and, and that's the point of it. Now, are there some big checks? Well, yes, but I mean, like we said, that is part of the game. You never want anybody to get hurt from it, obviously, but it, it is part of the game to, to some extent. Yeah, I agree. That is. Well, Bryce, I appreciate the time. I guess I don't have anything else for you here that unless you have anything you want us to. No, I just, I, I, I really, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys pump this one out there is just, uh, I appreciate you looking at the small schools and, and I think the other small school coaches would appreciate that too. Um, you know, as, as you said, when we started, 
some of these schools get a lot of recognition and that's great. It's well-deserved, you know, they, they, uh, they do their part and they put in a lot of time and, and dedication, but the small schools, you know, we appreciate it and don't forget about us. Cause we, we, we work just as hard, you know, doing our thing too. So thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And that was LDC head coach Bryce Bergeron. Thanks, Bryce, for giving us some time and the update on your team. It's fun to hear. And if you know anybody else that we should reach out to, send us a DM on Twitter or an email to ftp at followthepuck.com, and we can reach out to them and see if they want to join us. Stay tuned for more from Follow the Puck.